0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever you listen to this, uh, you're listening to another episode of Six Feet Under podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochay. What's good, everybody? What's going on? Um, damn dog. I'm not gonna lie. I fucked something up last week, and <laughs> I uh, had a man on my podcast, but I got him on today. I'm going to let him introduce himself, but uh, before he does, like, I just got to get his man his uh, his motherfucking flowers. Um, This man was one of the first people to ever shout me out. Um and legitimately gave me some cool ass advice that I can drop a gem on you. Um Meezy told me when he first heard my podcast, he said, Man, fuck the numbers, just stay consistent. And then yesterday I literally just saw a tweet by Steve Harvey who said the same shit. Now at least you unless you unless you and him are connected at the brain or y'all just some hustling ass motherfuckers, I think that was some good game you gave me, bro. So my uh Meezy, bruh, could you please uh, introduce yourself?
1: First off I'm gonna say uh fuck Steve Harvey <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> From the jump, that nigga lied to us about having a haircut that looked as smooth all these years just for him to go bald, and then uh, he lied and told the game to all the women. Oh, think like a man,
0: bro. We that'll be a portion, you know what? I, you know what? Since we starting there. Let's start there, then. Let's start there. <laughs> Introduce yourself, and then we'll go there. We'll do that episode first. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> my name is uh, Music Boulevard. Uh, you may know me as one half of the Textually Active Podcast. Yes. You may know me as the host of Ten Piece Club. Really? You may know me as creative director for Wealth and Prosper Records, and you might know me as the executive producer for the Open Sky series, or you just know me as a nigga that be
0: on Twitter tweeting. Tweeting the most outlandish shit. Sometimes I be hey, like... bro, relax. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> go get ran up on. I'm just playing. Nah, Meezy's... Oh, no,
1: I'm I worried about that every day.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, it was crazy. It's like, easy. I think I've been following you for like a year and a half or so. And what was crazy was like, I remember thinking, like, hey, yo, all right, not nah, like, not nah, like, nah, nah, no weird shit. Like, mm-hmm. son, you ain't a small dude. I'm like, okay, he got some weight on him. I guess he could get, you know, he got some hands. But then I thought, bro, come on, there can't be enough willpower in the world to beat up the motherfuckers who want to fight you for talking shit about their records, bro.
1: Come on, bro. <laughs> come you, on. you coming to find me over some
0: shit is wild that is wild when you really think about it that is wild but uh okay so let me d- dive back into this because uh misy is from a podcast called the sexual Actor podcast shout out to them uh, shout out to producer e shout out to rez um shout out to your former co-host uh nick and simi shout out to them um that was a podcast to give y'all some insight of how i met this man um bruh you was y'all was doing it in my eyes y'all motherfuckers the superstars and still are you know what i'm saying I saw them on an a episode of uh, of a, the He-Man Woman Haters um, uh, podcast, no longer in circulation, but shout out to Miles Jones. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, I fucked with the name, Textually Active. And I was like, bro, let me check these people out. And then Meezy hopped on there and he was talking about how he broke a, a hotel bed. And I was like, bro, I guess to fuck with this nigga. I don't know who he is, but I guess to fuck with him. In a year and a half, almost two years in the making, on that podcast with him, bro. thank you so very much. But Measy, bro. So, all the shit you be talking, you just going to jump right in and tell us fuck, fuck a legend like Steve Harvey because he gave the game to the women folk? What's up with that?
1: It's Steve Harvey, a legend. <laughs> it's the, Let me it's ask Steve
0: Harvey, you. a legend?
1: For I, what? For doing what? You know. We, fa- we fast forward do him and DL's part. On the oh, yeah. Comedy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every time Steve come out, we skip it. We ain't we too old we we not old enough to be at home watching Family Feud. Oh hell no! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no, Steve Steve Harvey show don't even get mentioned in the legendary black TV show often. We, like, oh like, well, <laughs> well, well,
0: let me stop you there because it it don't. But you can't lie, man. Like the characters such as like 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 Lavita was hard in a sense. And you know what? As I'm trying to talk about this, I'm tiptoeing. I'm tiptoeing, and let me <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. I can't even lie.
1: You, na- you naming a lot of other things yeah. not Steve, Steve Harvey Hardy. related. Yeah, let me See the, what I'm saying? Yeah, let me shut the fuck All up. All I'm saying is, I, it's cool to like who you like. I, don't yeah. care. I think Steve Harvey has built an amazing empire. Yeah. But sometimes we be giving niggas credit for nothing.
0: True, true. Think just the
1: entertainer should have had that show. It would have been just as funny.
0: Yeah, and even funnier because the dynamic running around said the gym coach and Levita Alizé would have been a lot more inter- entertaining than watching Steve's old played out suit chase uh 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 whatever the principal's name is but but okay you know what that's a good point you're making there it kind of And feels, he was uh,
1: hate- and he hated on Bernie Mac too
0: Oh yeah that's publicly known that's actually publicly known. that's publicly known that's why it took Bernie so long to kind of get on anyways cuz yeah you yeah, know that was dirty Mackin. He was dirty Mackin. That was a uh, damn. You gonna really make me tear down Uncle Steve on the, on the show? I'm just I mean...
1: saying, open your eyes, open your horizons. That's it. <laughs> Stay
0: that's welcome. it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, all right. So let me get back on the train, running train of the game, because you kind of you you know what you're kind of alluding to something. And let me, I man, I'm, I'm gonna stop myself a whole bunch of times, guys, because I have to reference Ta to reference what Meezy said because I don't want to make him repeat himself so much. But Meezy said something like two, three weeks ago. He was like, "Yo, we you." Not paraphrasing Meezy, so please correct me. But you said something kind of along the lines of like, "Yo, you can't have progression and still have traditionalism." And am I right? Is that what you said something like that, right? Oh
1: uh, yeah, I was well, I was basically alluding to the fact that when it comes to Uh, uh, equality, Mm -hmm. you gotta get rid of traditionalism. That's what you said. The foundation of this country is built on the man being more powerful than the woman, yeah, regardless of race, just man over woman, yeah. And I'm like, once we figure out a way to get rid of that, Mm -hmm. that's how we get rid of this fucking wild ass system, yeah. And everything seems equal,
0: yeah. No, that's that's totally true, and um. I, I man, when you said that shit, I swear y'all be talking sometimes, I be chiming in as is I'm like the, the third or fourth guest, as if y'all gonna really <laughs> pick up on what I'm saying, but uh, what's crazy is, you said that and it rang a bell in my head, kind of back to what we were talking about earlier about giving women a game from Steve Harvey's standpoint and just getting rid of, um, you know, traditionalism and stuff like that, there's like this hierarchy, some was spoken about some of it's not spoken about, that I feel like, kind of alluding to what you're saying, is like dog, if we really want to reach a form of prosperity or have men think in a different light or have men love women in a different way, we got to get a, rid of some of these unwritten rules. Right. And it's boy, I ain't trying to get canceled today, but it's hard, dog.
1: <laughs> bro, it's, it's, and we got to get rid of that notion, too. cause of us don't get canceled no. anymore, bro. We talked Nobody, about somebody
0: the other day, actually. Somebody yeah, said nobody's- that.
1: Nobody's Nobody's gotten canceled True. for what happens. I mean, the most extreme shit we've seen is mm-hmm. that you know what I'm saying. For most blacks, we can't play R. Kelly yeah. in a public setting. Yeah, that would. What be. you do in your house is yo. Yeah, <laughs> but in a public setting, we don't play R. Kelly. But yeah. other than that, everybody has came back. If you know Kanye was canceled, then he gave George Floyd daughter a million dollars to go to college, and he, exactly. now we're trying to figure out how we stop him from becoming president. <laughs> like that's true. It's The same shit.
0: That's true. That is true. I mean, and that and that's a rough part because I like to have an open discussion, which I you know we'll chime, chime in today. But I like to have an open discussion. Sometimes I think about it with women. And this is kind of going to like, you know, segue into what you talked about and how we got here is like, how do you do certain things for women or to women in a positive light? Obviously, without being shamed for not knowing now, Meezy, uh, on his show, tech, uh, on the show, he's on Texture Active, brought it up that they were talking about how to love a woman. Again, I bring it back to like Steve Harvey talking about uh think like a man. I personally thought that book was a load of bullshit to an extent like it was like yeah but that's a blanket statement to how you think like a man because what if now every man is thinking like this and Measy on his show a while ago said that to love particularly a black woman because me and him date black women he has a woman in his life as a black woman you can't just say love and protect a black woman and just think okay go ahead and do that it's it's deeper than that and it's not blanket like that because I'm not trying to get you in trouble but I'm sure you don't love your current like you loved your ex at least I, I doubt you do. Right. I
1: mean, it's it's one of those things where it was a process.
0: True. To get to
1: where I was at, I had to fuck up what where I was at. True. And I think at that point back then where where I was at, the one before this, I didn't understand what love was. True. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of us black dudes come from, you know, single parent homes. Nice. And like we don't know like I've seen my mom with a boyfriend, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying, probably like three guys that I can remember Mm -hmm. distinctly, but it ain't like, I saw, I was raised in a household where it was like, that's what happens, like, you, Mm -hmm. you was in a house with two parents, Mm -hmm. you seen your daddy and your mom together, Mm -hmm. but it Mm -hmm. ain't like he stopped you and said, hey, this is what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. this is how I, you know what I'm saying, do for her, it was just like, oh, Mm -hmm. these niggas is weird, why they always try to hug and shit. (laughs) <laughs> but it's like we we don't you have to like work your way through that like so yeah. as I've gotten older and I've matured a little bit more it's more so like learning that um it, it, I don't have to always be right and uh, the funny shit is uh,
0: Text uh alert. <laughs> <laughs>
1: mouse one time me and mouse was kicking it and uh and he said like it was a group it was just like a group discussion we was all like mm-hmm. kicking it he was like you're either gonna be right or you're gonna be happy
0: Oof. Well, <laughs> you... the first time somebody said that to me so you I gotta mean... pick
1: Oof. like you gotta pick one and it's like bro mm-hmm. i'm not i don't want to have to like be right in order to try to be happy you mm-hmm. just gotta pick one and so it's like i learned to like the things that I used to do, I try mm-hmm. not to do no more. But the things that I used to not do, I try mm-hmm. to do more now.
0: Can I, can I stop you? Can I stop you right there? Yeah, Sorry, because you know what, you make a great fucking point, and I want to <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna put myself on blast. Is that the other day I was on uh on the on Twitter, and it was like it had to be like two your time because it was like twelve my time or some shit like that because Mezy's on the East Coast. Um, <clears throat> I said on Twitter. I found something better, but I keep thinking about the past. What does this mean? And within five minutes, music goes, I don't know, but don't go back to that shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. It's okay. to. It's cool as hell to keep thinking about that shit mm-hmm. because it was a time in your life that you really enjoyed. Oh, dope. And dope. For, a lot of, for a lot of us, nigga, like a lot of us are just chasing happiness. Oh, yeah. And so a lot of times what we remember that we thought was happy. Yeah, it's some shit we think about all the time. All the time. Like, how do I get back to that? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times we feel like we need to go back to the situations that we were at mm-hmm. we Go back to the situation where it's cool. Like don't get me wrong, I love my girl but I mm-hmm. do remember the time when I was out there wilding. Oh yeah, big facts. She fact. was fun. She was yeah. fun. But yeah. it's like, bro, you can't go back to that life. Like you mm-hmm. have found something that's cool as hell and mm-hmm. it's dope as hell. And it's like, why would I ever go back to what I what I used to do? Mm -hmm. just to think just to think i'm gonna be happy like Mm -hmm. it don't work like that
0: and well and i think if i if i can focus on us as men first and then transition to like our idea of like loving a woman i think for me personally is that i found as a man as you just said i thrive in nostalgia of what it was like to be happy Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: and 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 you know what? I don't care how toxic this sounds. I feel like we as men, we can remember the happier days as like the past. And we sometimes have a hard time looking at the future as a happy day. Whereas women are like, the the future should be better and things should be better. And as a man, I'm like, shit, I liked it better when I was wearing tall tees and drinking crunk juice. Like, why can't exactly. I go back to those easier times? And it's just like, dog, as a man, that's one thing I've learned that I can't, to, to bring it back around what you just said, the things that were comfortable the things yes. I used to know how to do, I can't do. I literally exactly. tell myself, I, I tell myself, my I like, my real name is Keith. I, I go, Keith, yo, w- that feels comfortable. We can't do it. And that shit sucks, yo. Because I learned in progression, when I progress, that shit only hurt and it only felt weird. You know what I'm saying? And it didn't mm-hmm. feel normal, but that's when I knew I was progressing. So I tell myself now in the confines of it being, like, you know, like, Full with integrity. If I feel uncomfortable and I'm doing it with integrity, that means that I'm progressing. The conference mm-hmm. shit ain't never going to get me nowhere. So no, you were right. It was like funny. It was like a sign from God when I said that you said like within five minutes, You was like, whatever it is, don't go back to it. And in yeah, that and the thing about it was that was such a blanket statement to a lot of shit. Like, I felt, you know, myself personally, my own, I've talked about this in my own uh, uh, um, show here, that my own issues with drinking and going to sleep without drinking or, you know, going to sleep without smoking and just not being able to let go of vices and other dumb shit. And it's like, dog, you're doing good without it. Why do you want to go back to that? That shit was never the exactly. no. Like, you got to learn how to let that go. But that's that's the hard part because you brought up being brought up in a single parent home, Right. Right. If I can like retort my statement, you know I grew up in a household with my parents, but realistically, I have to be frank with you, there was no hugging and loving and this is how you love a woman. My parents was 25 when they got married. Bruh, exactly. I was three. My dad was, the year was 1995? No, I'm sorry, the year was 1997. My parents were 27 when they got married. My dad basically married my mom on the pretense of this. And shout out to dad. I love you, dad. And I love you, mom. My mom's was like, I'm moving to Atlanta, dog. At the time, in the 90s, there was this thing called Freaknik and a whole bunch of bullshit going on in Atlanta.
1: Everybody's parents, if they was in their 20s, uh-huh. they was going to Atlanta.
0: Oh, it was going to Atlanta. My mom was moving <laughs> to, Atlanta. to Atlanta. Atlanta. My mama pulled up and was like, listen, I know we got this kid, but I don't want to live here in Memphis, Tennessee, because that's where I'm originally from. She said, I'm moving to Atlanta. My dad looked at her and said, I'd be damned. I mean, he didn't say that out loud. But he said it in his head, I'd be damned. Hey. And the... <laughs> hey. Every, I
1: think everybody got that story, mm-hmm. though. Like, mm-hmm. uh, not to cut you off, no, but uh, my dad, um, me and my sister are mm-hmm. seven months apart. Okay. And, uh, so he met my mom first and got her pregnant, and then he met my stepmom, one mm-hmm. of my ex-stepmom, mm-hmm. second, and mm-hmm. got her pregnant. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So it was two of us. They was a yeah, and he was about to go to Atlanta. Oh damn! And he was like, "The only reason I didn't go to Atlanta was because mm-hmm. I wanted my kids to know each other."
0: <laughs> That's crazy. And so that, I was I going to story. Atlanta in the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I mean you think about it, because uh, and to put this in plight, uh we are from like our well, our parents definitely at the time was living in a town which you guys spoke about this before, where it was for the most part, motherfuckers knew everybody yeah in a sense like my parents grew up on the south side of memphis tennessee i'm imagining your, your dad was he in winston-salem at the time as well still yeah yeah okay. my dad was okay.
1: definitely trade okay. all day
0: okay exactly see my dad was south side of memphis tennessee although he wasn't outside he just knew everybody outside so it was like okay you know and my mama was the same way so at the time atlanta looked like motherfucking oz you know what i'm saying like let's go down there and have fun and you and it was just basically known. I know they didn't have this turn back in the day, but she was for the streets and she went to Atlanta. I'm sure that's one <laughs> pops probably going. <laughs> that's a <laughs> so, wild to say about your mama. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Believe me, we've had this conversation. I'm like, Mom, I, I love you. I ain't trying to be funny, but like, what you think would have happened if you went to Atlanta? She was like, You wouldn't be here, like at least this woman, you wouldn't be here. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Like, you know, but that goes into loving a woman because as we break this off, right? I have young parents. You have a young dad. Or your dad was fairly young. When, when yeah, you were I young.
1: think my dad was My dad was in his... He was He was no older than 24. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. My pops was... My, when I was born, my pops was 22. But when he found out, I was 21. So if you think about that, me and Measy both uh, are in our late 20s. I ain't got no kids in sight. Like, in sight nope. meaning... I ain't even, that ain't even a plan. Like, what? Y'all hear about Pooch with a kid? Y'all gonna know somebody drugged me. No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, I can imagine being our pops' age and trying to now, one, love a woman and raise a kid. Boy, I understand why my daddy used to be so mad now. Like, my pops used come home <laughs> angry as a bitch. Like, angry as shit. Like, don't talk to me. Just sit down. Nigga, I'm watching ESPN. What? now i'm like i feel you pops
1: yeah because you realize it wasn't it wasn't him like trying to come home and ignore the household it was him coming home trying to relax exactly you know what i'm saying like sometimes there was him finding his peace i know we use this this <laughs> statement all the time like find your peace whatever it is for you exactly peace.
0: But that's exactly. what it was. No, that was it. Our, our uh, you know, black men or just men in general coming home trying to drink a beer. Al Bundy, whatever his name was from Married with Married with Children. I used to think bro was a dick. The older I get now, I totally understand why he was just like, man, everybody just shut the fuck up. Like so, yeah.
1: that's the coolest shit ever. Like he was like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, the fact that he's white was wild. But yeah, it's like wild. he was, he was like just a regular fucking dad. Straight up. All he ever wanted was better for his family. He had this shit job, and he mm-hmm. just wanted to come home and chill.
0: Man, and to put that even more perspective, like, you know how TV shows and things like that, like, show you your life imitating art?
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: never realized how sad that show really was in his perspective. When you thought about it, he would always talk about his high school football days. Son had one portion of his life that happened when he was young that never, ever progressed. And I want to transition that to talking about now, like, how do you perfect in your head or preference in your head? All right, you got a good woman. How do you actually love a good woman? Because you just say that you didn't know what love was in your last relationship. Neither did I. You know, you think you know shit like that. And then it's crazy because women come through and they shake things up and they're like, no, you're doing everything wrong. And I'm just going to use that term. Old dog, new tricks. bro. after 28, 29, it's going to be harder and harder for me to learn some new tricks. I'm
1: not even gonna lie to you. I mean now it's more so of a <laughs> it's more so now it's trial and error. Like good. very I good s- point. I spend a, a portion of my time uh arguing with her about wild <laughs> shit that I don't really have to. <laughs> but then I also spend a lot of a lot of time wilding. Like mm-hmm. now in this very moment that we have in this conversation, I'm trying mm-hmm. to get her to go to the kitchen and get a truly <laughs> while I see her like use her computer <laughs> you know what I'm saying but I don't cause you know I did all the subtle things like send her a text message yeah. and she's doing a text message but then I just have to say it loudly so it's trial and error every time
0: yeah. but
1: on the other hand it's more so like now it's more so I we have real conversations about things yeah. they don't happen in the moment Mm -hmm. But they happen now, so now we literally have to sit down, sit and talk Mm -hmm. about uh, things that happen in our Mm -hmm. relationship, and we have to talk about them now, yeah. Because uh, we we at the age now where it's not it's not it's not really like a game now, like oh no. I simply understand she is at this point where she is ready to be, uh, you know, married, Mm -hmm. family, and shit because. My girlfriend comes from that atmosphere yeah. of yeah. two-parent home. Yeah. I have brothers in the house. And like, mm-hmm. I come from this family thing. Mm-hmm. And me, um, when I, yeah, like, I lived <laughs> with my mom. It was just me and her. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand what it's like for my family to get on FaceTime on a Sunday morning before Eagles game.
0: I definitely don't.
1: I don't understand what that's like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, i saying? Mean,
0: I live with my parents, and I don't understand this shit. You, you see what I'm saying? Separate corners, yeah. Separate
1: corners of the house, and y'all in the, all in the same house. Yep. But it's like yeah, it I don't, I don't, ha- I don't understand that. But I then also have to learn and take it Like these are the things that she's enjoying, and so yeah. I have to now adapt to those. Because the only thing I ever want to see is her happy.
0: Because happy.
1: If she happy, then I ain't got to do
0: shit else. True. <laughs> and that, that, that's true as shit. I think that that alludes to something we talked about during our first recording that was so super important um, was that as crazy as men, one thing I've learned now, because, I, I, you know, I like to tell people I'm what you call a two time loser. I'm a professional. If if I could just get to the point of um, you, you talked to me about this last time is like understanding the need to understand what's important to her. That's crazy, bro. That's actually really crazy because I never thought about the importance of what it what it meant to somebody else until I really actually tried to love someone else. But what's crazy is like you just said, you're not used to FaceTime, evil FaceTimes. Them just probably were like unimportant to you. You're like, why the fuck is this important? You talked about this the car seat last week. Um uh about how it was important to wear your car seat you know what i'm saying oh the seatbelt the seatbelt yeah, seat yeah. Belt. yeah car, my bad the car seat was the fuck wrong with me the seatbelt the seat belt. and how you know you guys were indifferent about that and it wasn't important to you but as a man we have to learn how to make other especially a woman her importance important to you it's like uh you watch dave right you watch yeah, the, yeah. yeah dave's heart Dave's hard as fuck. Niggas need to get on that. But that scene when him and his girlfriend broke up or that episode when him and his girl broke up, it really was hard because at the end, he realized that she had been supporting him from, like, when the time period when he was, like, nobody knew who the fuck he was. But he didn't find it important because he thought that she didn't find it important. And, like, bruh, all of that tongue twister I just said, I cannot imagine how people really be married for 50 whole years.
1: Yeah, bro, because... <laughs> Especially at a time where it's like... They lived in a time that we was just talking about where traditionalism mm-hmm. was everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what, the, the husband was head of household. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever he wanted to do, whatever he asked, however he wanted to run shit, that's how shit ran. Mm-hmm. But now we are living in a world where it's like, you know what I'm saying, my girl mm-hmm. makes more money than I do. You yeah. know what Like, I don't... Come in here and demand nothing. Like, <laughs> like even the other, like yesterday, we got into an argument over who's gonna make breakfast. <laughs> and her whole point is, whenever you' hungry, you don't you, you don't ever have to ask me to make breakfast. Mm. But my side of it was, yeah, but I also never ask for food. Mm. If I get desperate enough, I just go in there and make it for myself. True, but she was like, "But you don't ever make it. Just make it for me. Just I take into account all of us. You Mm -hmm. don't ever take into account nobody." But I was thinking, but yeah, but it's one of those things where it's like I never asked, but I understand the sentiment, but I didn't ask.
0: I guess can I ask you this? Because you, as you, uh, I'm, I'm just. I'm ritual on that because it, I used to fall into this line. In my last relationship, I remember one thing that I had talked to her about after me and her broke up, because we conversed for a little time afterwards, is she said, one of my biggest problems with you was that I purchased things for the household, and you purchased things just for yourself. And I remember telling her, I only purchased things just for myself because I didn't have to bum off of whatever was yours. And she hit me with the hardest game. She was like, whatever was mine in this house was ours. And I was just like, huh? And it's crazy how women think like that. Like you said, she didn't. She didn't ask you if you was hungry. I just pick up and make you food. Where you're like, yo, I didn't ask you to do it. And it's like nobody's wrong, but yeah. on one side, it's, right. It's just like a,
1: <laughs> it's one of these things where you gotta pick and choose, bro. Like, yeah. like, like I like we have like three. Mm-hmm. It's like four computers in this house. Mm-hmm. And all three of hers, she, they were hers in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I then went and got my own computer. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, she was like, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to use, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to buy your own. You can just use mm-hmm. one of the ones that's in here. But I was like, nah, mm-hmm. I like the way I set stuff up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to I wanna use it the way I want to use it. Like your mm-hmm. computer is set up the way you want to use it. And I'm like, I don't want to mess with that is. I want to, if I fuck it up, I want to fuck up my own
0: shit. True, true. Answer. Now, now, can I ask you something? Because I'm going to ask you a question about security as a man. Because I'd like to know your opinion. <clears throat> um, Do you feel as though you, I mean, you said why you bought the computer. But do you feel as though you have any underlining of like, like I want this to be mine so I don't feel like I'm bumming off oh, my girl?
1: Absolutely. Exactly. And I do that from everything. I do that from yeah. every, everything. Mm-hmm. Because I have an issue with being a burden to people.
0: Oh, yeah. That's me. So I like, think that was the first time I heard you say that. That's why I was like, I got to get this motherfucker on my show.
1: <laughs> like, even like last night, we all was at E-House hanging out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And we was chilling. And it was just like, it's just the fellas. And mm-hmm. uh, we was all leaving. And uh, I was about to Uber. Mm-hmm. right i was about to uber come home my best friend in the world was there he was like mm-hmm. bro you gotta take uber i'll just take you home and i'm like "Nah, no, mm-hmm. you live on this side of town we gotta go across mm-hmm. town you ain't gotta do all that he was like bro i wouldn't mm-hmm. just leave you here and i'm mm-hmm. like i didn't even ask my best friend yeah you know what i'm saying like i have this i have a lot of pride when it comes to <laughs> to like feeling I think it's generally based on how people feel about me. Yeah. I, don't want every, I don't ever want people to think that I am the person that that's needy. Yeah. Because a lot of times it's not. I don't ever need nothing. Like, bro, mm-hmm. I, I figure this shit out myself before exactly. I ask somebody. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. I, and I know that's probably not right because I'm sure those people who care they love and they care. Mm-hmm. But it's like, nah, yeah. bro, I, I want to work this out and figure this shit out on my own.
0: I, I'm gonna put a pin in that because I'm gonna come back around to how I'm gonna end this episode. But I think one of the biggest problems you have, and I have too, that's why I'm only speaking of it like this, is that when it comes down to it, I doubt Meezy or Pooch really want to be in a position where anybody can one say that we owe them anything, or we got to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It's like, it. I mean, I, I'm sure there are people that have seen you vulnerable, like there are people see me vulnerable, but dog, that's only a handful of people. You know, like, when, when Lauren Hill said, don't be a hard rock when you really are, Jim, boy, a teardrop almost dropped out of my eye because it's hard rocks out here. You know, pause that. But, you know, all day, like, it's really hard. to Because I feel you. I I personally know that I didn't have a car last year. I didn't have a car last year, and I was walking to work and from work sometimes, and people would see me, and they'd be like, well, why don't you ask me for a ride? And I'd be like, no, nah, I'm good. Dog, exactly. blistering, blistering heat. Wearing a full ass polo and some slacks, walking like Mm-mm, I'm good, and it just comes down to it. I think that we bring it back around to uh, you. Shit. <laughs> I can imagine even trying to figure out how to protect and love you, woman. If I can't even ask my you know, bring myself to ask my friend for anything, and,
1: and I think it also goes with us being like in this place of un- uncertainty, yeah. And so, like a lot of the shit in our lives, we question. Like Mm -hmm. me and you spoke, and Mm -hmm. like we remember a time where we was happy.
0: Oh yeah, I can prove.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So like, (laughs) like not to say that right now is not a happy time, but it's Mm -hmm. it 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 was like when people ask you how you doing, Mm -hmm. there was a time where you could be like, yeah, like I'm good. Yeah, And it and mean it instead of not Fairly. just give them the I'm good and we mm-hmm. just keep going. Yeah, It's like, no, I'm good. So I think <laughs> a lot of the times we chase that feeling. So, mm-hmm. like, if I have to walk to the store and come mm-hmm. back, mm-hmm. I feel accomplished. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't really want to do it, but I did nope, it. But and I did it's it. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. think that's where we get a lot of, I think, mm-hmm. like a lot of this. And it's, it's a whole bunch of us like this out here in the world.
0: Mm-hmm yeah no it's it's crazy because what what kind of it what kind of rules my brain about it is that is that people either take that and they understand that we're not trying to be guarded because a lot of times i get especially like from those people who love me and i've heard them talk to you about this on you know ta sometimes like well you know we're just here for you and it's like dog i get it I, i i thank you you're here for me but like can you be here for me like over there like i'm trying to accomplish something but then it's just like, bro. How about you just let them help you? And it's like, uh, nah.
1: <laughs> I think I feel yeah. the word. I feel the word no from most people.
0: Rejection is probably one of the scariest things, and I don't understand why. I can't comprehend that because it's a part of life. Yeah. And, but I mean, shit. At, this rejection shouldn't get no easier the older I get. I can tell you that much. Like, but I, I don't. I don't but,
1: think I'd be wanting to hear no from the people I fuck with.
0: Oh, oh yeah! If I fuck with you, you tell me no. That's I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm insecure about that.
1: You know what (laughs) I'm saying? So because I and I and you the same way because I can Mm -hmm. tell. Like we Mm -hmm. talk, and I'm like, bro, I think we like the same. Like Mm -hmm. when I fuck with people, I fuck with people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Whatever it is, and I feel Mm -hmm. like I do a lot more for other people than I do for myself. Oh, most definitely. So when it comes to me having to ask and you can't do it for me, Ooh, then it's okay. like then it's like, bro, damn, I could've just did this my sh- the shit myself to begin with. And so then I took this step to ask somebody else. And they said no. And they said no. And so now what I, what do I do now if this it's, shit not go
0: right? And the worst part about it, correct me if I'm wrong or right, the craziest part about it is that the plight of this is I probably won't even fuck with you or ask you again if you say no. And you could have a legitimate fucking reason. But I'm not gonna lie, pooch is like you told me no once, I'm good. Nah, I ain't <laughs> I don't go that far. Good. I'm All not going right, cool. I mean that's that's one of my toxic traits. I guess. But yeah, I'm not gonna ask you again. Like I'm yeah.
1: not, I'm not gonna ask you. I already know you guys. Yeah
0: yeah I mean I I would say I'd fuck with you but like to to the extent of like oh well you can ask me again it's like nah I'm I'm, I'm totally good and I think that you know that's crazy because that segues into like the relationship portion is that and I I mean I'm not trying to get you in trouble but like could you say that you could open up and were you more hesitant to love your current girl over your last situation or were you just like I'm good to go Uh I the think bag, it just guess what i'm asking
1: i think what i what I took from the last situation was I didn't think that uh I didn't think i was i didn't think I was ready for love back then mm-hmm.
0: okay. so
1: everything that I like in hindsight is hindsight always twenty twenty always so when I go and look at what happened, I could see. It was the little shit that they always asked for that I wasn't doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the little shit always ended up being how they display love. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we sometimes feel like it's a hassle to hit the text every morning or phone call every morning. Man. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Because it's just not something that we used to doing. Like, like it's always... It's always part of our taste to get a woman, but it's not mm-hmm. it's never a part of our keeper because we oh. got her.
0: Yeah. Well what do I need to do here now? I already got you. Right. Well now you have to sustain. Yeah.
1: But <laughs> so I thought so back then I would look at that and be like, What is going on? And I never like put two and two together. Like, nah, mm-hmm. bro, this is I was young, bro. I didn't I wasn't paying attention to that shit. Nah. But I always say that that set me up to understand what this was. So true. I can now see like nah, like fam, you gotta you gotta like do something. Like you gotta do something to show that you appreciate what she's been doing for you and you're not this selfish like asshole.
0: Well, I think the craziest part is is that women do so many things on the back end um that we just well, one women do so many things that as a man I just know I can't fucking do. Like I i, I don't know how to get your refund back, okay, that easily. <laughs> like that's one thing Mizzy always says, like, you love a black woman, she gonna get you your refund back, which is so facts, you yeah. know. Like I lost my DoorDash the other day, and my <laughs> my newbie nugget was like straight up, nah, I got you. Hold on. Five minutes later, boom, it was there. You know what I'm saying? But it's crazy that women do all this stuff on the back end that when you really do, you kind of have to sit back and think about it. You're like, damn, she does a lot for me, and I, I don't think I do half of that for her. And chances are you really don't, but that's love, though. I guess like uh is is a give or take, but you gotta understand as a man, at least in my eyes, what I'm learning, is you need to remember that to give. Because I'm not gonna lie, if you're gonna do something for me. And you ain't going to complain about it? I'm going to let you do it all day. Facts. But that's 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 bad because eventually just because she keeps doing it, bro, doesn't mean that she doesn't want you to, like, get your ass up and try it yourself. Or, I don't know, take it for brunch or Facts. make a nice dinner or something. I don't, appreciation. It's just, it's difficult because we as men, at least I know for myself, get mad comfortable. It's Very always
1: hard. the try. They always look for the oh. trial.
0: Oh, most definitely.
1: If Definitely. there's if there's a try because she hates me because I don't ever like I all, my answer is always I don't know how to do something which is the truth <laughs> yeah, like true. it is the truth like I don't but then she's always like bro you ain't gonna never learn it if you don't try yeah so it's like you got a point but I'm not finna try today not <laughs> 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 about, to about to do it now
0: yeah I heard you but I ain't doing that shit no that's that's very true so I I want to ask you something um but and and this is just yeah. I don't, I don't think this is a black male question. I think this is just a male question altogether. What do you think, as far as, like, like in just in the surface level, the average male today, do you think we're more toxic or do you think we're more insecure? I
1: think those are the same things.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess because insecurity underlines in the form of toxicity. but
1: I think toxicity is underlined for... Insecurity. insecurity,
0: I think uh, it's like I think it's just like nine or six yeah, depending on what you're looking for th-
1: like I think what happens is we develop we develop guards that help mm-hmm. us get through our insecurities Facts. so if I become this guy who is wealthy and flashy and mm-hmm. whatnot mm-hmm. those are my insecurities from those are me like changing my insecurities from when I was broken but me True. true. So then, when when I realize that women only want to fuck me because what I what I got, mm-hmm. I'm only trying to fuck the girls who want something because I got it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. Versus, you know what I'm saying? Even and you take that even with it, like a regular guy, mm-hmm. a regular guy. I don't care what people say. A regular guy knows what he can and can't do for a woman.
0: Oh. Off, off for real. That's generally what makes him <laughs> insecure. That's generally what makes you insecure.
1: So a nigga with a nine to five would never be able to go holla at JT, and he know that from the um, jump. What I don't care what he, I don't care what he look like. I don't yeah. care what his what his thing is. He knows mm. like nah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not doing that for her.
0: I'm not I'm her wasting my
1: level. time. I'm not I'm wasting my time to go after mm. that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so I think what happens is we always like try to, I don't want to say we don't settle, but we also know where it is that we play. We we play in <laughs> like we know who's equal to us, we know what it is. Me, so we, I, pay,
0: we play within our play. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm play saying? Play within your pay. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know exactly where you fit in and where you don't. Mm hmm. And so a lot of times, you know what I'm saying, guys, uh, I ain't gonna lie, a lot of times guys will play belief day level just mm-hmm. to be the guy. Almost definitely. So if, you know what I'm saying, you don't think these girls can do nothing for you and you are not looking for what they got. You just you know what I'm saying, I'm about to come be a situation with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We about to I'm about to hit you on the late night, you gonna let mm-hmm. me come over, I'm mm-hmm. gonna come over, and then I'm gonna leave. Yep. And you keep doing that until somebody until you like learn to like play up. Hey fam, mm-hmm. you gotta play up. <laughs> and they gotta stop you from, you know what I'm saying, being the guy that you are. Mm. And a lot of them niggas a lot of them niggas never play up. But mm-hmm. then when a lot of the niggas didn't realize, nah, I gotta
0: step my game up because mm-hmm.
1: I can't play with these niggas no more, man. Mm-hmm. So that's what happens. No, m-
0: most definitely. I like to think, um, and I I totally agree with you. I like to think in that JT reference. I remember after. And this is a true story. I feel so weird even saying this out loud, but I remember after my breakup, like one of my partners was like, "Bro, like, you know, you need to hop back on some hoes. You need to go ahead and get you some pussy. And I thought to myself, like, "Bro, I want to bag a Michelle Obama type. I'm, you know, figuratively speaking, right? And I thought to myself, all I can bag right now is a bunch of transit public riding females who don't give a fuck about if they fingernail colors match their toenail colors. Like that ain't nothing wrong with that, but I don't want to do that no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't want to bag those type of women. Like, I love all my women, but, like, I want to level up, like you said, but I was too busy wanting to be doing dumb shit that I was like, bro, you can't get to a certain level if you're not even in that playing field. Jay-Z once said, you know, we ain't in the same league, not in the same bracket. Don't shoot at the same bitches. What, are, what is it that I'm missing? That nigga never lied. Yeah. Unless you level up and mature, you ain't never gonna be able to stand next to her, bro. What are you talking about? Exactly. And that's just a—that's a manly thing that you have to acknowledge. That are you even on her level, bro? And that's—I'm not gonna lie, saying it out loud. Two years ago, I, what you mean? I'm on my level. I'm on everybody's level. And two years later, at 29—I uh, mean, 28—I'm like, <laughs> boy, pipe up. <laughs> Especially <laughs> pipe you got—you
1: got niggas that who—who who think. More highly of themselves than they realize. That was me, boy. <laughs>
0: so that's like, what happened. Like niggas Nah, that. I'm I'm this guy. Mm. you like shit. Nah. You really ain't. You you're really not. And 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 that <clears throat> that's another level of insecurity because you bring that back around. Because what you turn around to, at least I can say for myself to vouch for myself, would you turn around to is this a humbling ass day? A humbling ass day when you realize you really ain't shit, and I mean not in the form of like <laughs> I ain't shit, but to the form of like, bro, I'm really not as great as I thought I was, huh? Nope. Facts. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you ain't even half of as great as you thought you were, and you weren't even working at it. You was just running your fucking mouth. But I think one of the biggest, the biggest issues is is like when learning to love or protect a woman the biggest word that I need to focus on myself personally is the word learn. Learn. You need to learn. See, although I grew up in the household with my dad, my dad didn't grow up with his dad. So sim- similar to Measy, although my dad's in the household, he's kind of like detached from the fact of like his daddy didn't come home and show him how to fucking, uh, you know, tie a Lazo or, you know, or I don't know, like how to fish and all that. My dad came home, wanted to drink a beer and then call it a fucking night. That's not a problem to my pops, but he wasn't going to show me how to love a woman. He was too tired because his pops wasn't there. And so it, it's I want, I guess, to employ sometimes to ask women for like sympathy to be like, yo, take it easy on me. I'm really trying. But then that's when it comes down to a message. Mezy pointed out was like to actually just state that you're trying can, you know, like Rez is hard as fuck. I fucks with Rez, but Rez was giving it, giving you the game on that episode. Uh, Shorty Wilding when she was like, yo, we tired. And I was like, I agree, Rez, but like you said, me like, but I'm trying. Like, that's that's the art of war that I just can't comprehend. Like, how can you be tired when I'm trying? Well, you can be because I know you're going through a lot. But like, can you be a little easy on me? <laughs> Is that too much to ask? But
1: I always think I always think it's a thing of where. Um, men have to try mm-hmm. because men don't give a damn. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying we don't give a damn about anything or anybody, no, and I'm not and it's it's a selfish act mm-hmm. and 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 we do it unknowingly, yeah, but all we know is us, mm. oh yeah, so like in a family, you can look at a man in a family and know whatever he does he does for himself, mm-hmm. but it just trickles down to the family being all
0: right exactly.
1: You know what I'm saying? If the dad fucked up in the household, the household probably don't run as smooth. No, generally doesn't. You know no. what I'm saying? Because now everybody else in the house has extra stress, including mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to women, women do things for an entirety. Yeah. But that's not because they're choosing to.
0: It's because that's just who they are. Yeah. No, they naturally do it for the the, the, the unity of the community.
1: They do it just just to do
0: it. If your
1: mom if you you and your friends came to your house and your mama didn't just feed you, she fed everybody that was at the house.
0: Unless she wasn't fucking with you. In that case, you couldn't come to the house. Right. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like
1: she, she fucked with you. Yeah. But everybody after football practice wasn't coming to the crib unless mm-hmm. your dad was a coach. Your dad, your dad came, picked you up, and we about mm-hmm. to go. Yep. You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But moms is like if everybody good. All right, y'all, come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. So I think what happens is in in life, that's that's where they're at now. Like, fam, mm-hmm. I we do this un like unwilling, we just mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, and we can't even get the support behind that for doing that. And so those are the parts that I'm like realizing. They're tired yeah. of just doing for everybody and everything. Yeah. But when they in need, don't nobody show up. And I think it's because a lot of us like men don't care.
0: I, like, I we don't, don't get, show
1: up for I don't, we don't even show up for diggers we care about.
0: Nope. Like,
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Brad just had a baby shower yesterday. You think I went?
1: Baby showers ain't for
0: us. That, like, that, know I don't <laughs> understand why he even invited me. I was like, I ain't going to this shit, <laughs> but I love you. Then,
1: but then when it comes to, you know, some pride shit, a mm. nigga, nigga stole from me. Now I got to go see what's up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A nigga, a nigga killed my homeboy, and we might have to ride. Yeah. Nah, you know I'm, I'm
0: here, Yeah, true. But,
1: but when it comes, it's just issues. Like, it's just places that we in that we got we to gotta tweet.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's you at a certain point. I feel like as a man, you can't continue to blame, you know, past transgressions on why you don't get something done. That's why I find it hard, like, watching that Ayama shit, because I'd be like, bruh, this shit happened in 1994. It's 2018. They just crying about this on a TV show. Like, damn, it's terrible. But it's the truth. As a man, we carry a lot of baggage and a lot of weight that, I mean, before you can even learn to love a woman. You got to get rid of that insecurity, bro. I I was reading a meditation book and it basically said your pride and your ego are two of the most expensive and heaviest things you own. Learn yeah. how to drop those and you will be able to fly. And I was like, pff, pff, nigga, what? <laughs>
1: that's because, but we don't know how because that's all we fucking know,
0: yeah, bro. My pride, my ego is like probably the best things I own in my we my head. Yeah, in my, we don't. We don't get taught that
1: it's. <laughs> It's okay to cry. What are you uh, talking about? Shut up. i give you person, something to cry about.
0: punch. <laughs> um, which is, I think you pointed that out, or as somebody recently pointed that out. I think that was you. It was like, give me something to cry about. Fam, I'm already crying. I'm
1: already crying, bro. Like, <laughs> what do you mean?
0: What do you oh, mean? Are, you know
1: what I'm saying? Oh, you don't have a today. You know what's crazy about shit that I always look at?
0: Yeah, go ahead.
1: You have your son, and your son um, plays a sport. You don't have a good game, the question is never why you ain't have a good game. It's always like what you was out there doing yeah sure. <laughs> like, like fam like fam i i I was trying like it just wasn't going my way today
0: and and it, and it didn't matter how hard I tried, yeah, now nah, that's um you know if i if I can just take a turn on that, that's like why one of my like we talked about this in, in another episode will mean you will get into about the culture. But uh, like how AI's most famous um video of talking about practice and people laugh at that but they don't realize the backstory. His partner had just been murdered, I believe. <laughs> and he was literally telling these motherfuckers, you want to talk to me about a fucking practice? Like...
1: Like he my... comes to the... He's still coming to the games yeah. and putting up 40.
0: Yeah, right, exactly. And that's what he says but you always get that clip. And again, like... That clip is still funny, still one of my favorite clips of all time. But that clip is a great display of a man's mental health being abused in front of people right. and nobody right. giving a fuck. Like that's nobody what that's the conversation. Nobody, nobody wants to have that conversation because he's actually hurt as shit. Yes. He's really upset. And he probably wants to cry, but he, he can't because he's one Ellen Iverson. And then two, he's on television. But he's telling bruh, like, bruh, the fucking game. Not the game
1: practice. I think Alan Iverson is our was is one him and Michael Vick are our two mm. biggest, most disrespected athletes ever and, for what they <laughs> what they brought to their individual games.
0: Yeah. No. We'll, uh, we will definitely tap in about that with culture. But that is but that's definitely a men, men, uh, male's mental health because I look back at that clip and a portion of me laughs because I remember when I when this shit first happened. But after learning what that was about, bro I can't help but want to like no now we should get that man a hug. Because right. I'm, I'm gonna be real with you, I wouldn't. I, that would have went a whole different way if it was Pooch. Let you yeah. tell me about. You probably, probably got a snap. Oh you yeah, probably just
1: got to snap because everybody out. I'm yeah. already in trouble. Fuck
0: it. Yeah, I'm already in trouble. My homie just died, and you, Mister Whoever the fuck man, you are, sitting from your level of comfort, just think I'm some type of thug who just don't want to do his job. Okay, man. bro, this shit. Like
1: I'm showing up. <laughs> Like niggas, and then that's not even about like they not even taking into account like just mental health. They are not taking into account of physical health. Oh, yeah. Allen played bad. He he played injured all the time,
0: all the fucking time. And I was
1: like hitting, getting hit, hitting the ground, being injured, and we don't ever know.
0: My nigga he was show the, up
1: every night and come my, play.
0: My nigga was the Steve McNair fucking basketball, just getting injured and going out there balling, minus the ending part. But yeah. no. <laughs> to chime this in um i think one of the biggest things if you guys didn't know that what we tried to talk about with learning to love and protect a woman is that the biggest portion is learning you know what i'm saying like obviously we didn't give y'all answers on how to learn how to learn to love and protect her because guess what we learned to love and protect them ourselves but i think one of the biggest things measy probably pointed out to you was like you gotta know how to get rid of your shit or understand your shit first um Measy didn't tap in but you mentioned this before you're going through therapy right Mm -hmm. Um, I'm personally about to go into therapy and just man it's the years 2020 we've reversed this back 40 years ago it's 1980 there's no way in hell neither one of our dads is talking about they going to therapy
1: I talked Uh, to my dad the other day and he asked me why I was going what's wrong with me (laughs)
0: I'm
1: choosing to go sir Um, I'm (laughs) <laughs> need somebody to talk to so that,
0: that's that that is crazy in 2020 and, and that's no shot at your dad cause my dad would probably say the same shit actually i know my dad would you know up until this last year because i helped my pops get back into his own back he would have been like so what's wrong with you and like i and and when i hear black people say that i want to ask what's wrong with you like why are you going like why aren't you going like something's wrong with you I'm telling you, but that's a sign of weakness. And we just have to, we got to dilute that out of our bloodstream to think as men, you know, and men in general, we got to understand that it's not weak to say that you don't know. I don't know how to do this. That's fine. We'll let somebody teach you, you know, the first motherfucker who sailed out to discover some land, didn't know that they was going over there to discover some land and what they was going to find. Now they fucked shit up when they discovered it. Shout out to them sons of bitches. But Dirty. they didn't know what they was doing. Dirty, you know what I'm saying? Dirty motherfuckers. But that's a whole conversation for another another day. Um, Meezy, man, if uh, if you don't mind, I'm gonna chime in. Measy, thank you so very much, man. If you wanna give your drop your you know drop your tags and just drop who you are one last time before we get up out of here.
1: You can find me on all your favorite uh, social medias at M E E Z Y B L V D. That's Measy mm-hmm. Boulevard everywhere. Mm-hmm.
0: For sure, for sure. And then, as always, ladies and gentlemen, you listen to another episode of the Six Feet Under Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. And like always, ladies and gentlemen, please, please, please allow the peace to kill the evil that's coming from within you. And then, to next time, I'm out. All right, I'm going to hit you in a second, okay? Yeah. Yep.